Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Hey guys, I want to talk about something that has been splashed all over the media in the past 24 hours, and that is one of my all-time favourites, Jennifer Aniston. I love her. Um, and 131065, if you would like to join in the conversation, because I think it's a really important one. First of all, have you guys seen it? She's on the yeah. cover of yep. Allure magazine. She's 53 and she looks bloody sensational in the tiniest itsy bitsy Chanel bikini of all time. Have you seen that? Yeah. She always do looks like good, the, doesn't she? She always yeah. looks great. I did love all Ageless. the comments that were like, can someone check on Jen's exes after this? Yeah. <laughs> banging their heads up against the wall. <laughs> but outside of that and outside of her being, you know, unbelievable at her age um, and in general, I want to talk about her interview where she talks about her battle with infertility. Um, I think we've seen her splashed over magazine covers for, what, 20, 30 years now? Um, And there's all these photos of her saying she's pregnant, she's got a baby bump, her husband left her because she couldn't have children, she doesn't want children, and she's never, ever actually spoken about it until right now um, where she has said... All the years and years of speculation, it was really hard. I was going through IVF, drinking Chinese teas, you name it. I was throwing everything at it. I would have given anything if someone had have said to me, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favour. You just don't think it. And here I am today and that ship has sailed. I have zero regrets. I actually feel a little relief now because there is no more. Can I? Maybe, maybe I can. I don't have to think about it anymore. It's a... Reading this interview, I mean, there's, there's obviously so much to it, but it, re- it really got to me. Like, I know we talk a lot about the pressure that women have on them to produce children, yeah. but not just that, but to talk about it. The amount, like I'm 35, right? And the amount of people that say to me, when are you going to have babies? How come you haven't had kids yet? No one has any idea mm-hmm. what is going on behind closed doors in somebody's life. And I think we're having more and more conversations about how it's not acceptable to ask women questions like that. But I think Jennifer Aniston has just put that on a platter for all of us because for the last 30 years of her life, she has been ha- she's had to face this scrutiny when behind closed doors for years and years and years, she's been dealing with it privately. Mm. And it's, it's really difficult to read. Um, Can I ask I think what... She, she also, sorry, just quickly, she also explained that she's protected her IVF journey for such a long time because her life isn't very private and this is the one thing she could keep mm. to herself. And it also just shits me that she's now had to justify it, even yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I was just going to ask, when you're, when you're put in that situation and people ask you, what do you normally say? Oh, well, look, I mean, everybody's different, yeah. right? I, and and I'm, I'm at the point where I'm thinking about it now, but yeah. I also was in a position where I was married and I thought my life would, yeah. would pan out very differently. And I've got friends who are in their 20s who are freezing their eggs now as like an insurance policy moving forward. Um, and, and I'm a pretty strong, confident woman, I, I'd like to think, but there's, there's a lot of women who are dealing with infertility at the moment who are constantly getting asked and they're saying, oh, I'm not interested, I'm not keen. And, and behind the scenes, it's a really, well, it's it's, a really different story. Ozzy, knowing you so well, I mean, it is thought-provoking for so many women. How important is it that we have this conversation? Because I can sense with you as well, it it's, it's becomes very emotional, right? Oh, look, I, think, I think the conversation is really important to have in terms of, um, I suppose, women 
are becoming more aware now, even yes. more so than they, we were 10 or 15 years ago about freezing our eggs, about checking our egg count, about all of these things because I think people just think if you're a woman, you can have a child. Mm, yeah. And that's not the case. Everybody is so different. Everybody's different. Everybody's I'll be honest, you, you, I even got shocked then when you were saying friends in my 20s are doing it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, totally. Oh, really? Like, I had a girlfriend posting the other day, everyone should freeze their eggs in their mid to late 20s because it's in an insurance policy. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. And look, not sure, not everybody should. But And I'd, I'd love to hear from you on 131065 if you would like to join in this conversation because I know it's something that since Jennifer Aniston, I mean, Obviously, she's got an incredible platform to talk about this stuff, but since she's started talking about it, it's it's provoked a lot of conversation between my friends and my girlfriends. So is, well. is there a stigma around the conversation? Is that is that where the stigma is? Oh, look, I, I think... I. I think what we really need to be aware of is being too to intrusive. Ask women, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. Uh, I mean, being, under, being understanding is one thing, children. but being intrusive is another. Yeah, right? don't put people in that situation where they yeah. have to answer. Totally. Yeah, it's and, and I don't know, Jace. Did did it happens to all different people in all different situations? Oh, yeah, as soon as you have your first baby, do people start saying, 100%. "Hey, when are you going to have the second one?" And no one knows the battle that you may or may not no, have had and we, to even have one child. We were losing a few around that time. You know, okay. we went through four That's miscarriages, and you know, and I remember Lou having to put up a strong front to her friends, going, "Oh, yeah, we're going to try soon," and they had no mm. idea what's going on in the background. And, there's two sides to it. Sometimes it's the male that has an issue producing, yeah. you know, fertile sperm, and that's really difficult for men to talk about as well. I just... I love these conversations because I think the yeah. more we normalise this sort of stuff, uh, the easier it is for people involved. Um, look, we're going to take a break, but phone lines are lighting up. 131065 if you would like to join the conversation. <laughs> You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. Right now, though, we're talking about Jennifer Aniston. Um, she's an incredible, powerful woman. She's done this amazing photo shoot with Allure magazine where she looks absolutely unbelievable. But more importantly, in the interview, she's talked about her private battle with IVF. Um, and it, I, it got me when I read it. I actually got really upset reading it. it. It's thought-provoking, Lozzie? It's Well, it's thought-provoking. There's also, there's many parts to it. There's the fact that she was splashed across magazines for 20 or 30 years with yeah. people saying she was pregnant. She could, you know, her husband left her because she didn't want kids. All this rumour and speculation when behind the scenes privately she was dealing with an infertility issue. So that's one thing. Um, but I think the other thing is where she said that she wished in her 20s someone had told her to freeze her eggs because now the ship has sailed for her and it's too late, um, which, you know, the clock is ticking for women. And, you know, I wish I wish I'd froze my eggs in my 20s, to be honest. I'm 35 now. Um, and life didn't plan, pan out the way I thought it was mm. going to in my 20s. Also, and I know so many of my girlfriends are in a similar boat. But then where, flashback to your 20s. Like, I mean, mm, your head totally. Up. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, it's just not in that. Zone. Yeah, but I, and I also think probably ten or fifteen years ago, the the same opportunities weren't there that they are now. Yeah, but um, I just think it's something that as women we need to be really aware of, and and even then, like I didn't even think in my twenties to think I should check my eggs and see if I had a high egg count or well, if that you know. I I got the mumps. do things like an AMH test, which is readily available now for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, you know what? A lot more money on education needs to be spent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got the mumps after we had our second child, and as a side effect of the mumps, it absolutely kills your sperm count. Does it? And I, we were very lucky to have Archie. Like, my sperm count was super low after getting the mumps. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing, the conversation around people getting married and when are you having kids and why haven't you yep. had kids yet? And it's it's sometimes not just women either. Well, no, you know, exa- and, I, and yeah. I cop exactly the same questions, you know. All right. 
131065 if you'd like to join in this conversation because I think it's it's a really important one and, and there's a lot in it. Um, and I think Jen, Hawk, Jen Aniston has started this conversation, which is great. But right. let's go to Pakenham first. Nikki, Nikki welcome to the show. Gone through IVF. Hi, how are you? We're well, hey. how are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, so we spent three years going through IVF. Um, mm-hmm. We were one of the lucky ones. We've got a son. Oh, um, congratulations. <laughs> but um, it was, sorry, it was one of the hardest things that we've done. Um, oh, so, don't say sorry. <laughs> he's, um, he took uh, four embryos to get. Mm-hmm. So it was two egg collections. Um, my my husband uh, was we had male factor infertility, mm-hmm. um, which is not spoken about a lot no. um, at all, and that was one of the hardest things because we were doing it during COVID and mm. um, everything got cancelled and everyone stuck up. That's for right, it did too. Five years. <laughs> But nothing for male infertility. So yeah, we, well, uh, that, that's yeah. another conversation that I think we need to talk about more as well, Nikki. Because I think women think there's a lot of pressure on them, but it goes both ways. Congratulations Wait, on it working out. Yeah, how Thank how, you. how blessed do you feel right now, Nikki? Oh, amazing! It's like it, it is absolutely amazing having one. Um, but he's one and a half now, and we made our journey quite. Um, known to family and friends, but we we still get the when you're having a second. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Ah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? And I yep. think that's a conversation that also just needs to stop because no one has any idea what's happening you know what, behind closed doors with people. And like Nikki's. 31, you know, you think that it's women in their 40s that can't conceive and I, have infertility issues. It's not. This happens This happens at any age. I know, but you know what? If I'm going to be brutally honest, it almost took us to go through our miscarriages and have to deal mm. with it for it to be a slap across the face to me to go, God, in the past I've asked people mm. when they're having kids. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, I, And I sit there and go, what? And, and I look back now and I'm like, why would I ask that? But I was just so naive and young. Yeah. Hey, Pam, good morning. Good morning. Now, what what's your story? So, uh, I'm 39 at the moment, and I had yeah. a fellow two cat um, about three years ago. And um, I didn't know what happened, but um, now is the day, like, a lot of people keep asking, um, why don't you have mm-hmm. a children and all those? And I wish someone would, would tell me about freezing eggs, yeah. like, when I was, like, maybe 25. But mm. as you said earlier, like, who knows what's happening with life? And it didn't go what, what I was expected. So, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. You just, you don't know what to expect. And like I said before, Pam, my life, I mean, I'm... I'm absolutely thrilled where I am right now. Please don't get me wrong. But, you know, when I was in my 20s, I thought my life was going in a completely different direction to where it is right now. And uh, yeah, I wish I made that decision it's in two, my it's late issues. 20s. It's, it's education, like telling, mm. you know, the 20 year olds, hey, get on it early. But also it's the cost too. Like mm. it's not cheap. I was just having a chat with uh, our producer, Celeste, and she doesn't mind me bringing it up. You're How old are you? I'm 27. And you're currently saving to I'm currently food. saving. So this has been something that for me for ages I've wanted to do um, and I can't afford it right now and I would love to be doing it right now. Mm. See, that's the thing. It's education, but then it's also the cost. I think yeah. there is actually a public... Uh, stream IVF clinic opening in Victoria, the first of I its kind, which is yeah. exceptional and a, and a big step forward, Lauren. 
Yeah, it's um, and it's it's really important. I mean, our phones have lit up this morning, and I know it's conversations, like I said before, that I've been having with my girlfriends, and we're in a position now, a very different position to where we were <laughs> when I was in my mm. early twenties. That's for sure. Um, but I definitely think it's a conversation that we need to keep going. Hundred percent. Look out for one another too, because yep. no one has any idea what anyone's dealing with behind the scenes. Yeah, let's have more of these chats. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.